Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Brent Fangle, Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen, Jason Leckler, Andy Brant-Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. What one did you try in the commercial for Brent? You had another another well, nickname for him. Oh, Fangle the Angle. Fangle oh. the Angle. That's what it was. <laughs> Fangle the Angle. That's what it was. Yeah. I remember. We'll be right back with Fangle the Angle and J-Lo. And, you know, you don't look like your publicity photos, J-Lo. Uh, I know. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Here's the manager. Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Any idea how many episodes we've done so far? We've got to be approaching 30, I would think. I think you're over 30, aren't you? We are on 34. Yeah. God, I remember when you guys had your 500th anniversary at the New yeah. Hope Cinema Grill. Right. That was so yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, that went by pretty quick, and I'm like, God dang, 500, and we're not even in <laughs> Speaking of that. Yet. We did that ice bucket challenge. The yeah, guy who right. started mm-hmm. that just passed away. He died, yeah, like two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, sad. So episode, which one is it, Andy? 34. 34 of Car Selling Secrets. Stop breathing through your nose. Whoever's Ooh. doing that. Somebody was. Not they stopped. Mine. Mine. <laughs> On your thing, on. <laughs> we are here with our general managers of our two Nissan stores, Brent Fangle from Burnsville and J-Lo, who I think you were on the very first show, weren't you? I was, and there was, was a yeah. snowstorm then, too. There yeah. was? <laughs> yeah. And he was I so didn't. nervous, he's texting me about every 10 minutes, what's Tom going to ask me? Is, what's this, what's this? What then, the hell's the matter with you, J-Lo? <laughs> about six months later, he's like, hey, can I be on again? I think I'll be a lot better because I'm not so nervous anymore. So one thing that we started doing, and we'll be hearing your guys' stories here, with guests is we start up by having them tell the story of their very first car that they owned. And I know a little bit about yours, so we'll start with you and make up some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Make but some stuff up. What isn't cool about a 1986 Thunderbird Turbo Coupe? Nice. So that was my first car. Rear-wheel drive, five-speed. Uh, got stuck all the time, but it was, pr- <laughs> it was, it was pretty bad, eh? Uh, Still have it, don't you? I, I actually, I did. It was in my dad's garage for about, I don't know, 10 years or so without a transmission, and I had dreams and aspirations of fixing it up, and never happened. You got rid of that? I thought you were still working on it. Well, I never actually started working on it. So I couldn't be, <laughs> oh, you just well, occupied. Couldn't be still working a on spot it. Yeah. In your dad's garage. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to Someone's do. working on it. Yeah. I promise you that. It's a classic. Those cars are worth like hundreds of dollars these days. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of eighty-six. I was trying to think of eighty-six Thunderbird. What was the what was the the deal on the eighty-six? So it was the last year where you had the inset headlights. So in eighty-seven they went to the oh, flush yeah. 
flush headlights. So it was so kind of kind of ugly. Was you had it eighty three the first year of that body style? Probably right around. Because you know, by the seventies they were just they were like Lincoln Continentals. They were right. so big, and then yeah, in the were. early eighties they rounded them off. And the Super Coupe was an interesting car because it was a turbocharged four cylinder, and you could get them in a stick, which is kind yep. of weird to think that they made that car. But yeah. yeah, you could stand between the block and the radiator fan. I mean, there was yep. that much room. The hood supported the full V8, but really, I yes. thought it was going to die in one of those one time. Yeah, no, you will never die. Oof. It's it's <clears throat> well, it's a tank. <laughs> so I was working at Towsley Ford and. Uh, one of my fellow salespeople had a card party out in Woodbury. So we're playing cards and drinking, and it's, we're out of cigarettes or something like that. And so Al says, come on, you and me will make a cigarette run. Well, I didn't realize that he'd been running into the bathroom every 20 minutes doing blow. So he's just higher than a giraffe's ass. And we're driving down this two-lane road at Phillip about thing. 95 miles an hour. And I'm like, Al, slow down. He goes, it's cool. The cops know me. And I said, yeah, but you're stoned out of your mind. Slow the <laughs> F down. And finally, I just grabbed the wheel, made him pull over and switch seats. But I, I thought it was going to buy it in a turbo coupe. All right, J-Lo, beat that story. What was your first car? Uh, a 1968 Plymouth Satellite. Ooh. What? Yep. I've never even heard of a Plymouth Satellite. <laughs> it was a... Uh, Poor man's Roadrunner, yeah, I'd say. It, was, oh, it, it, it looked really a lot was like a Roadrunner. Yeah, it was. It was actually more the luxury version yep. of the Roadrunner, and it was actually my mom's car hauling all four of us kids around in the '80s with it um, before she got her first minivan. Ooh, and uh, when nice. I was 14, they were got the minivan, and I'm like, I want that car. So worked really hard to save up $400, picking up nails for the old man. 400 bucks, baby. Got so my what, satellite, what? and then I totaled it by hitting a deer going about 95. Ooh. Wow. Lucky you're alive. Yeah, then it went, well, it was a big car. What, <laughs> so, what year was it? A 68. Oh, so it had a lap belt anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't wearing it. <laughs> but so was that a two-door? Yeah, it was a two-door, yep. 383? Mine had the uh, slant six. Ooh. Yes. Uh-oh. Bulletproof, but uh, and you not got, real you fast. You got a slant six satellite up to ninety-five miles an it hour. Was I call bullshit. Uh, it was topped out. It was topped out. That's been nice. a big hill. That's nice. <laughs> we got long stretches down to Wabasha, Minnesota, where you can uh, open her up. So just open it up on the freeway. I got to ask all three of you a question, and maybe everybody at the table. So I bought this car from Walzer. and it got cold, and the tires need some air in them. Why is it now that looking up what the desired PSI is for a tire, like maybe trying to find out the trade secrets of... <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned it's that. It's impossible. Actually, it's very three, simple. What you do is you open the driver's door, nope. and right at the... Bu- there's no nope. plate there? I looked. Wow. There should hmm. be. Well, there should be. 39 PSI. Oh, wow. It's pretty yeah. high. Which is... Yeah, that's real high, isn't yep. it? 39 yeah, it is. PSI. high. Well, they're at uh, 27 Meyer. now, so I might want to bring her in. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are 35, so Here's not a 35. that much lower yeah. than yours. I guess. Yeah, you're right. I didn't know I didn't know any cars went to 39, though, PSI. I wonder, I do you? Well, you might want to look. I wonder if you have run flats on that thing. I doubt it. I don't think I would have Those have kind that. of falling out of favor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about your dad's That's car. Really <laughs> that was an Andy thing to say. <laughs> yes, it was an Andy thing. I'm not springing for that. <laughs> That's real Once nice. Once the tire pops, you just leave the car in the ditch. Alex, what are you eating down there? 
Well, it was an acai bowl, which is like a smoothie bowl, but it melted because I didn't want to eat it with all those people in here. Why and so not? now it's like soupy, gross yeah, weirdness. Why didn't you just eat it? Because there were a bunch of people in here. Oh, and they would have been just like, fine. They I was just sitting a, there anyway with no mic and no headphones. So I was just a, like, there's we'll still a bunch of people. Sit here. here. Well, but there were. We're not near as It was her, and then, yeah. she brought, <laughs> it was her and then she brought four other people, and it just was We're just car strange. guys. That's all it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so like I said, my, uh, my tires are at 27. They need to be at 39. Um, how low do they get before you go? I mean, I know i got to get air in them. we got 27, and they need 39. You'll, you'll be fine. But uh, what's I'll, the point? What's happening if you run tires that are either under or overinflated is it really accelerates how quickly they wear yeah. out. Yeah. So, so, so if I get 27, you're not, you don't have to do it like the, the next 10 minutes. You're, you'll be okay. Okay, because I have a hand pump at home, but that's probably oh, not going to work. <laughs> it's going to be pretty probably strong. Not, Can someone record it, please? Yeah. That would be While kind you're of doing funny. that. Is do it that. like one for a volleyball? They, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, for a, it's a bicycle pump. Oh, actually, okay. the big ones that you'd stand yeah, on. Yeah, I've done the... tires with those before. It actually is not that bad. So. Yeah, but yours are probably a thirty, not thirty-nine. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it might take me a while to get there. But no, I'll. Uh, what I'll probably do is just swing by the France, uh, uh, one of your France outfits, yeah. and get it done over there. Yep. Should I? Should Don't I get you know who I am? Should I get? Yes, that's what I always do when I go in there. You know what I would do? Uh, that's right, because you're in the now. Yeah. Just head into the Buick store. I'll, 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 I think you've met you Kevin Black store. before. Mm-hmm. Do they have I a have, nitrogen yeah. machine there? They should. They absolutely do. I would yeah. really suggest you do that. So we talked about this on Car Selling Secrets last week. Eh, 20 minutes, half an hour? Yeah, it's well, pretty it? quick. Yep. If you have to make an appointment, though, I would assume. I mean... Just always I'll helps. give you Kevin's number and just. It's right in the drive. It always helps, but it's right in the drive yeah. aisle, and they usually can do it. Uh, a porter can hook it yeah. up and let it rock. Yeah, but it's worth it. So I, yeah, it is worth. We it were talking work. about this last week. Nitrogen is less susceptible to variations in temperature, which is why they use it on race cars and aircraft and all sorts of stuff. But and you brought this up. You were talking about it. Outside of walls or commercial, that we, we ought to just maybe do it to new cars. I don't know. It might be a lot of work, but it was an interesting idea. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to sell cars in Minnesota, you may yeah. as well do it. Why not? Because it does have, you know, these pressure-sensitive, uh, these systems are so sensitive now that it only takes a couple of pounds, and all of a sudden they trigger the light. And what happens is a lot of times people ignore it. And unfortunately, sometimes they really do have a tire that's just about to go bad, and then yeah. you wind up like Andy in the ditch, and you walk away and just buy a new one. Yep. Oh! I didn't say buy a new one, just walk from there. Come on, work with me we, here. We assume that part. <laughs> yeah, work with me. Yeah, it's nice when you can see all four tire pressures. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is yeah, nice. yeah mine's got that, yeah, and it's absolutely. really helpful. It is really helpful. So how much does it cost to put nitrogen in your tires? How do they charge for that? Is it 39 bucks or something like that? Well, for Tom? Oh, no, no, I'm talking the average dollars. Yeah, For me, exactly. it's $99 yeah, exactly. when I, I come even, in there. Do you guys know? No, I, I believe it is right around $30, 25 to $35, somewhere in there. Okay. So it's like 7 bucks a tire. So if you bought a new car, why wouldn't you just spend the 30 bucks and have them do it? You know, it's a, that's a really good question, and we don't bring it up to customers. Part, part of the reason for that is, you know, we used to... And you can speak to this. Brent was our finance director and was a finance manager for a long time. We used to offer people so many different things to buy 
at the time of sale from clear shield uh, undercoating to rust proofing extended warranties gap insurance all the sort of stuff door edge guard really got a little yeah oh yeah remember the door <laughs> edge guard push of uh, 2012 we were going to save the world <laughs> with plastic um it it kind of made for a bad customer experience because people are like really? god you know I, I just spent 35 to hundred thousand dollars on this car and now you want me to buy all this other stuff and i'm tired and i just want to get out yeah, so we really kind of cut it down but i'm not i'm yeah, not saying that we shouldn't offer nitrogen because maybe that is something that we should yeah, but if you had spent a hundred grand in a car why would you care about 30 bucks oh most people do it's a very good question <laughs> you would do they really though most people do care about that kind of thing so i had it's good for you when i was a well, young you know. salesman in the 80s i had a friend that went to work at i think it was sears selling Highline cars, and I said, what's it like? He goes, it's just the same thing as selling Mazda. It's just the numbers are different. These people look yeah. you right in the eye, and they go, I can only go thirteen fifty a month. <laughs> so at some point, yeah, you know, people dig their heels in, and I, it doesn't make sense to me always. One of my but. favorite things in that store, I was over there several years ago, and there's a brand-new Rolls-Royce Phantom sitting behind the dealership. Brand-new. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I said, is that your car? And he goes, no, it's not my car. We got it for one of our other clients. He just wanted uh, wanted a um, a Rolls-Royce Phantom, a brand new one. I said, really? He said, yeah, the only problem is it's been sitting there for a month. He still hasn't come to get it. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I go, so was some, like, you know, rich old CEO guy? He goes... It's an 18-year-old kid from the reservation. Yeah, that, that's... <laughs> 18 years old, buys a $600,000 car. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's why these guys teach their young salespeople to wait on everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's right. But Don't yeah, judge said, anyone. He said the kid would call and go, you know, I'm going to be out of town for a but, but I'll be in and get it. I'll, I'll come in soon, I promise. <laughs> Pick up a $600,000 car. Did, did you ever meet beautiful. Don Sears? Do you know who he is? Yeah, yep, absolutely. He was a legendary uh, car guy in this yep. town. Nicest guy in the world and made a ton of dough. And if you look at him, he, he would drive. I mean, he had a store that sold Mercedes at the time, BMW, and for a while, Rolls Royce. And the first time I met him, he's driving a 79 Impala wagon, and he's got a $10 uh, uh, overcoat on from Sears. I'm like, that's how about Don Sears? How about the ties, man? Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Terrible <laughs> ties. Terrible. But he's like, no, I don't want to drive anything nice. I just take cars out of the, I just take bones out of the bone roll that have plates in them. I'm like, hilarious. Wow. But not only did he make a lot of money in his automotive career, but he was big into farm real estate. And he oh, would, yeah. He owned tons of Huge. farms in the upper Midwest. And what he'd do is he'd make deals with old farm families that, so I'll pay you, you know, whatever it is, $2 million for the farm. You can live here until you can't live here anymore for free. So it was and like just, Tom Selleck on the reverse mortgage it, it commercials. It was, really, in a sense. <laughs> it was basically a reverse mortgage is what it was. Yeah, but I, I'd fly all over the country, and when the old-timers at, at auto auctions would ask where I was from, I'd say Minnesota, and they're like, do you know Don Sears? Man, one time back in 1978, he really helped. It was just nobody had a bad word to say about that. No, guy. it's true. Yeah. fabulous person. Absolutely true. Yeah, I met him at a, at a uh, charity function because he did a lot of that stuff. Yeah, too. yeah. Tons. Well, auto auto dealerships, all auto dealers tend to be pretty generous with the with the they, program. They do. You know, even the really small ones, they're the ones that pay for the little league uniforms and all that sort right, of stuff. That's right, a big, exactly. It's a big part of the community because they're smart enough to realize, okay, you know, all our customers for the most part live within 15 miles of our dealerships. 
Let's, right. hmm, we could piss him off, or yeah, yeah. we could be nice to him. <laughs> we, could get, we could upset which, them all. Which strategy we... should we use? So. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. You want to take a break here? Yeah, why don't we do we that? We can take it like 20 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be right back for part two of Car Selling Secrets. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch, you're pitching in on a gift for a coworker. maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee, and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days, but how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button, without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The X-Chat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The X-Check app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Who doesn't love this song, man? We are back with Doug Sprinthal and very special guests. The Here. Nissan Twins. Yeah, the <laughs> Nissan <laughs> Twins. There you go. I like it. So we started doing an ad. I'm just curious how, how things are working. I, I think the Nissan Altima all-wheel drive sedan is like the best-kept automotive secret out there. It's a fabulous car. They just started making them last year. 19. In an all-wheel drive, yep. yeah. Yep. So, are you selling any? I think the secret's out. Yeah, yeah, the secret is out. Yeah, really? we're we're doing really well with it. I would say. I mean, Car and Driver had a big article comparing it to the Subaru and deemed it a better, better value. Which, yeah, Subarus suck. Right. Oh wait a minute, we own two of those too. <laughs> and Alex, Never mind, uh, Andrew. Owns one, uh, so you know. Everyone loves their Altimas. Everyone that's owned an Altima loves it, and they buy Altimas. It's just getting people into sedans right now. I mean, that's, that's the tough part. But all-wheel drive sedan, you got best of both worlds. So I, yeah. I like sedans myself. Maybe it's just because I'm old. And I, and I own one of each, a 300 and a, and a small crossover. But and the crossover is great. It does everything perfectly. But I just never really get excited about driving them. They're, you look like everybody else. What's like, a crossover? It's like a Ford is, Escape or a Honda CRV or oh, a Nissan okay. Rogue yeah. or a RAV4. They're yeah, okay. Four cylinder, all wheel drive, five passenger. You know, my wife says, hmm, 
because I bought a CRV. <laughs> probably shouldn't say that in front of you guys. She goes, did it come in men's? Well, you know those church women there. Kind of. Oh, you know those church women speak their minds. Yeah, they do. It's all true, man. So, what else is selling in the stores? What's hot right now? Morano's still hot. That's, uh, I was just gonna say that. Morano's been our uh, the Burnsville store anyway, our best seller over the last probably three months. Is that because of the leases? Lease, I mean, it's uh, it's such a value. It's main competition, you know, the Lexus RX350. You get so much in that Murano for so little. And it's one of the it. weird things about leasing. Occasionally, a manufacturer will decide to boost a model, and they do it by inflating residual values or lowering money factors. It's kind of voodoo, actually. And it's counterintuitive. So you look at a, a Nissan Murano, which is a V6 all-wheel drive. It's a luxury crossover. They're actually at times cheaper than a Nissan Rogue, which doesn't they, make. They were. We sense. we had a lot of Rogue customers come in and get Muranos. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, I think they top out about forty-seven, forty-eight grand if you get the wheel package. So to lease one of those for sub sub five hundred. Yeah, it's really good. No money to out of pocket. That's great. It is good. We already got people inquiring about where they can go to get their nitrogen, brother. All right. <laughs> well, I would call ahead because I don't know if all our stores have them. Right. Uh, I think most of them do. At one time, everybody had a nitrogen machine. It was a big push back in the Bob Ebert era, I think. Yeah. If I remember right. But, yes, not every store has them right now. You can go to walzer.com and hit service, and then just they'll, somebody will, you can call and you can just ask. What's the closest store to me, uh, and do they have a nitrogen machine? And they yeah. won't know the answer, but they'll find out for you. And I think it's about thirty bucks. They're, they're yeah. asking that they think roughly. Yeah, thing is around thirty bucks, something like that. Yep. Yeah, tons of people <laughs> send the talk and text line. They're sending messages going, "Well, where can I get?" It? Yeah, because you only have to do it once, right? Yeah, and you never have to do it again. Well, you got to top it off once in a while. Oh, do you? you? I mean, you can if it gets low, because it can still leak, even though it yeah. leaks less. You know, but uh, but yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I can't remember, no. This is the time of the year. I'm watching mine move two two pounds uh, every day, practically. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you're getting all those texts because everyone's darn lights are on yeah, right, right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Because of the right. cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mine's down like seven. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah, I just had the, to put at air At least the mine. new ones tell you which tires it is. Better than 12. That's true. You know, a lot better than being down 12. So there's one a, thing we've gotten good with is paying attention to the, all the lights on our dashes. We yeah. don't know anything about our cars anymore, but we know if a light comes on, we got to do something. <laughs> so. Well, they've added more, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Boring as shit. Come on. <laughs> I was just going to say, so Fangle's been selling all the uh, Muranos, but I, I do sell more Ultimas than he does. So. Oh, do you really? Yeah. I just point that out. Yeah. <laughs> if you want an yeah, boring show, get us to be talking about competition between the two of us. Then That's fine. You know, JLo takes credit for hiring me. I do. Not really, but. So did you so, hire him or not? I was. I was one of. I think Charlie would argue with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Chad. And Chad, yeah. But I did interview him. I was asked to interview him when he came in and. I was, I was, it was very uh, important that I interview him because I heard he was a friend of a certain salesperson that I butted heads with. So I wanted to make sure I liked him. Who was that? <laughs> Adam Craig. Yep, Mr. Ah. Adam. 
who's now one of my very good friends, but yeah. at the time we were button heads. But yeah. So anyway, I call him on my good days to thank him, and I call him on my bad days to thank you for yeah, yeah. <laughs> passing me. He does. Thanks for hiring me. <laughs> so when was that? Two thousand. How long have you been? In the know, five, five, five or six. six. Yeah, two thousand five or six that you started. I started in one. The year Charlie got married. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> so I remember because he was gone when I started. Oh yeah, yep. So JLo, you don't know this. But when Brent was on the first time, we figured out that he was working at Golden Valley Country Club when Tom used to go yeah. there for brunches. Uh, Edina. Edina, Edina Country. Yeah. Sorry, I okay. blew up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the Jesus. Vince Flynn era. Oh really? Did he went to Edina too, huh? Well, he's a member of Edina. Mm-hmm. I used to make these almond cookies. You did? Yeah, I can do that. Here's a paste. Not those ones. Well, get off your ass. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now, so what's it, you worked at Edina Country Club. Yeah, ECC. Yeah, so and, and I think, well, actually, Frank, that's, that's how I got in the car business. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because you met Paul or something. No, the Adam. Adam guy that JLo's talking about here. Yeah. Adam Kretsch was working with me. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah the only reason I, I assumed it was Paul because he never worked. All he ever did was <laughs> golf. I, I probably served, a co- uh, not served, but baked for some of those events because you used to have them in the morning. Yeah, there. you talked about that before. Yeah, I remember you bringing that up before that you yeah. did a lot, of that, a lot of that kind of work. But Frank and Amelia remember, I think they're still members there, as a matter of fact. And, and you got Vince Flynn, who, I, who we miss dearly. God, how long has that been now? Six years or five? Well, how long has that been? I think it's longer than that. Is it really? Seven, probably. Is it, honestly? Because he died, I think, not long after I met Dan, and we've been together for almost eight years. Mm. One of the great things about Vince Flynn, I'll never forget it. Alex graduated high school about 12 years ago. And Vince has already had, like, you know, 15 international bestsellers. He's just killing it. One of the, I mean, he's walking, we're walking down the street and, and, New York. I'll see this year. A guy go, "Hey, Vince Flynn it was Bill Clinton." It's like, "Oh, great! Oh, wow. oh, yeah, he's being recognized by the president." And I'm like, "Oh, that's rather nice, you know." The president knows who you are, but here's a guy. All that money, all that fame. Everybody knows all the rest of it. Alex graduates high school. He drove 120 miles from his cabin. Came to the dinner. Came to the party. Got back in the car and drove back 120. And that's wow. that's pretty damn cool when a guy that like that would do something like that. That's really cool. He was, a, he was just a, he was a real St. Paul guy, man. Well, he, he really super was. super fun grad party. So. Yeah, it was a super fun grad party. Had, uh, That's probably why. Yeah, Red Dot Garage <laughs> played, didn't they, if I remember correct. That was a lot of fun. What? No. You had a, oh, was that the Christmas party? They played the Christmas party. Okay, never I mind. wasn't involved in that. I don't know. Oh, here we go. I wasn't invited, apparently. Yes, you've never been invited to any family functions. Why would we invite you? You're absolutely right. But no, I mean, that's another part of the thing. And maybe it's because it's, you know, the Christmas season and all the rest of it. But talk, we talked quite a bit about, you know, we should move beyond just the Toys for Tots thing and all the stuff that Walzer does do, I mean, year-round. And then this time of year particularly, it's amazing. You know, we do have a foundation. Uh, yep. And it was started by Jack Walzer, Paul and Andrew's and Nancy's uh, father. And it's really interesting because he was, um, a, he was a tough car guy. I mean, he was not the easiest cat to work with. That's what world, I understand. But he yeah. was also super liberal. I mean, he really believed in giving back the community. So he joined something but called that's not the, liberal. Well, it, it, if you think, well, I guess it depends on your your how you define liberalism. But um, 
they started this thing called the Keystone Club, and it wasn't for oh, yeah. it wasn't yep. for automotive dealers. It was just Minnesota businesses, and they yep. would pledge to give so much money pre-tax every year. And he jumped in right away at five percent, and we've been doing it ever since. Yeah. His daughter Nancy uh, Warner runs the foundation now, and she, she's, in a way, I kind of feel sorry for her. She's really good at it because she has a history as a grant writer, and she decided to more or less narrow the focus into educational stuff. Uh, the reason I feel sorry for is that everybody, you know, when they get these applications, it's mm -hmm. hundreds and hundreds of people that want money and just some heart-wrenching stories. And while we have, we make a fair amount of it, we don't make billions and billions of dollars. Right. So she's the one that has to pick who gets it and who doesn't. And that's, that's a tough decision. So um, it, it's, it's, I'm really, it's one of the reasons that I like working for these guys that they do give back. Um, but that is, she's in a tough position as a result of that. I think she likes it and does a great job. But yeah, I would. I, I I'm too soft. I just I couldn't say no to anybody. Yeah, well, that's kind of. We, we that's need good. to cure this. This is a problem. Here's a need in the community. I mean, it's just, it really. It, it, there's a lot that that companies can do. But I'm proud that Walzer does do that sort of stuff. Well, you guys do a lot of really great work, and I think people need to hear about that, yeah. particularly this time of the year. You do have to be careful. I've had conversations no, with Paul because this is Minnesota, and you don't want to come off as bragging too much. No, you're not bragging. That's not cool. Right. It's like. Look how cool we are. The best thing about us is we're super humble. Yeah, well, maybe you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I got to hand out a uh, scholarship. Oh, did you really? At the, at the Burnsville High School. To sit through that and see all the, the kids that got them. They worked, they worked their asses off to get them. And, yeah. And it was, uh, it was neat. Did you stand up and present? Yeah, yeah, I got to present. You presented. Yeah, your favorite thing to do. He's so terrified public speaking. The first time I made him do it, his arms weren't long enough to hold the microphone farther away from his head. I've been told one day it goes away and you get over it, but yeah, they're lying for some people. Some people. A great thing to do if you're going to speak to a crowd is look over their head like this. Like, do you think I'm looking at you right now, but I'm actually looking right over your head? Because then you don't make eye contact. Because making eye contact with people that scares the piss out of speakers. They're like, what's that look in your eye? You don't like my speech. So don't look him in the eye. There's no upside to looking people in the eye when you do a speech. Well, I couldn't. I was on stage and the light was so bright. <laughs> see, I'm more good. comfortable making eye contact when I can't see anybody. That's oh, really? where I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I like to make eye contact with yeah. people when I speak. Just walk out on stage, grab them, and go, you know, all you need to understand is something. I've never liked you. Put some at ease. You know, put some at ease so you're good to go. It reminds me, so I have four kids. So one of my favorite things to do to mess with them, my little ones, I call them the littles. Yeah, four kids. Yeah. We know what your favorite thing to do is. Oh! <laughs> okay, yeah. Yikes. I get it. Yikes. <laughs> took me a minute. <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to them, but I'll look right to the side of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, that drives kids nuts oh, when man. you do that. They start cracking up when I start staring at them, looking at them like that. <laughs> What's wrong with Dad? Now we know what Alex is going to do in about 45 minutes. Oh, Fawn would... Like, are you just joking? She does that all the time. They try to get, in, face. Try to get in front of your face like that. Be, yeah, she'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <a> strange woman. <laughs> you bringing Fawny and Sage to dinner tonight? No, I'm going to leave him at home with the dog. No, good. <laughs> more, for yourself. be more for us. Put bowls of cereal down on the floor. What time is that, 5.30? 5. What's 5? Mm -hmm. Fancy dinner. 
That's what Fawn's calling it. Oh, she's calling it Saved fancy tonight. We get to go to fancy dinner. <laughs> yeah, three and a and half. I get a fancy That's drink. Awesome. Her <laughs> fancy drink fancy. is club soda with a little bit of cranberry juice. Ooh, oh, really fancy, Highbrow. Very, very fancy. Highbrow Shirley Temple right there. God, last night we were over there in uh, Vittorio. My buddy brings over. He goes, and for all of you people, you would really like this. And he's got these little shot glasses of limoncello that he makes. Oh, mm-hmm. limoncello scares me. Ah, uh, this is really scary because like he makes absent. it with Everclear. Ooh. Well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you do too? No, no. no. We well, just sampled just... some the other night. Oh, I you sampled never heard of it. Yeah. And then you saw Where were you, spirits. In <laughs> yeah, you start seeing things after the second sip. That's my mom. My mom's like, the only time I've ever hallucinated is when I had limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That'll scary. get it done, but nah, that stuff is great. Uh, no question about Makes that. Makes it with Everclear? Makes it with Everclear. Yes. Successive. Was that 195 proof or something? Yeah, it's just about straight alcohol. It's as close as you can basically get. I knew a guy that called me one time. He goes, Tom, I really need your help. I say, what's the matter? He goes, I'm having the DTs. I'm like, what? He goes, come over and drive me to the hospital. I go, I don't have a driver's license. He goes, (laughs) I don't care. Come over and drive. You got to take me to the hospital. So I take him over there. How old was he? He was maybe 35. But uh, one thing I will tell you is whenever he had a beer, you know, the long necks have that little space. Mm-hmm. Filled that up with Everclear. Oh. Uh, gee, I wonder why you need to go to the hospital. Ooh, <laughs> beer and Everclear. Oh, God, it looks so Ever vile. beer. Oh, my God. And he would just slam those bad boys. It, oh, it was my like, God. What the hell? But it was one thing no, I did learn, you. and this is kind of cold. I. Just, I'm exposing myself to ridicule, but I didn't I didn't know how to drive. I didn't have a driver's license. I was 18 Still or whatever. Don't. What? <laughs> so he he had a a, a stick. Right? He was driving mm-hmm. a stick. So I get in, start it up, drive away. Drive it all the way over there. No problem, not a problem. I was shifting gears and all the rest of it and blah, blah. And I was like, eh, what do you think of that? Actually, he goes, yeah, it was all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was, I because it went so smoothly. All right, we got to take a break. We have one more segment. You guys are doing a hell of a job. Yay! I like it. We're going to be talking more right after this. Tom here for Saber Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Saber and Bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Saber. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the ultimate weight loss program powered by Nutmos is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They helped me change my life, 
and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. Uh, I bet you this this uh, song doesn't go over too big on some radio stations anymore. Oh, really? Oh, Black Betty, Bam a Lamb. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, no, it's a good song. Though. There's a lot of songs that if you listen to the lyrics, you go, "Wow." <laughs> okay. Wow, indeed. Do we have a caller? No. I heard somebody laughing in the background, and none of your mouths were moving, so I don't know who that was. Ooh, but... it's spirits. Tricks. <laughs> <laughs> They're ghosts, Dougie. Cassie sent me a story. This is pretty interesting. It's about a woman, 93 years old. 92.5. Last, 92.5, of course. Bought her last car, brand new. She just retired it with 567,000 miles on it. The 1964 Mercury Comet Caliente. Oh, hot. <laughs> and there's pictures, it's a hot there's pictures of her. Ponce de Leon Inlet. 1964 Mercury Comet 260 V8, 1959 bathing suit, and 1918 model Rachel Mudge Yik, Yite, or I can't pronounce his last name. Her last or name. Vite, I Vite. think, or yeah. Vite, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, she's, it says been, here. She's been through three husbands. Three, it's, the car has outlasted three marriages, eight mufflers, 17 batteries, three sets of shocks, and countless oil changes. <laughs> so I shouldn't have asked her about the lease. No, I'm probably not a good lease candidate. Probably not. Do you like to drive new cars? Yeah, you know, every 45 years I like to get a new one. Well, she must have just loved that car. There's pictures of her in it, and there's a sign that she has on it. It says, just bragging, over 567,000 miles, same owner and engine, and and it's had over 11.5 million views. I think she takes it to car shows and stuff like that. So, yeah. It's pretty awesome, though. So when I came back to Walzer in 04, my first job was running a Lincoln Mercury dealership on, in Bloomington. And in those days, Lincoln was, well, it's better now, but back then it was just, it was brutal. Everybody, you know, the young people were 90. They called the service department God's waiting room. And oh, that's not very nice now, is it? Wow. We sold a couple, and he was like 100 or 101. And she was like 96. They bought a, it's either a Grand Marquis or a Continental. Doesn't matter what it was. And, and uh, the finance manager, after they leave, says, uh, "You know what you call an optimist?" I said, "What?" It's a 101-year-old guy that takes out six-year financing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be. This story just gets better. She's a tough old bird, but uh, <laughs> it says her dream car was renovated. In 2002, after she got a speeding ticket for going 92 miles per hour in a 55 Ooh. in the car. She's racing J-Lo over there. Yeah. yeah. Racing J-Lo, baby. She's afraid. Wow. That's oh, pretty that's, amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> gotcha. 560,000 miles. Those weren't the most comfortable cars on the planet. This early 60s technology was not great. But. Well, maybe that's what keeps her going. She has to sit in an uncomfortable car. <laughs> I don't a, know. A Mercury Comet? Yeah. So that was the Mercury version that. of, I think, the Ford Falcon oh, and the Mercury okay. Comet were All sister right. cars. With the car. Oh, that's it right there? Yeah, that's her. And that's I've never seen pretty much before. what became the Mustang. The Mustang was based oh, on yeah. the Falcon Comet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
platform with just a super cool body on it. What's great, and by the way, the 93-year-old woman standing next to her car wearing the exact same color blouse as the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you got to coordinate. You got to She's got her all coordinated up. She's good to go. Uh, I don't know. That's You know, people in their cars, I, as you know, I love cars. I know you do. I just, uh, I like black cars. And I don't know why, I don't even know why that is. Every time I buy a car, it's black. Why? Well, I don't know. You're like my wife. They're the best looking car when they're clean, for sure. In Minnesota, this time of the year, they're not yeah, that pretty. That's you still have your Mustang? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to ship it down, I think. Or actually, I think we're going to drive it down on vacation. Cool. Yeah. Drive that down in December? Yep. Have fun with that. Yeah, this time of year, if you have a black car, you have a two tone. Yeah, you have a two tone. White mm-hmm. and then black. Yeah. <laughs> white and black both. <laughs> Why? Well, no, let me put it well, this way. If there's anything more than half an inch of snow, you're not going anywhere in a five liter Mustang. True. Other with than rear wheel drive. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get a running start and go south. Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat. Uh oh. Hey, you, you can't make up for it. There's if, Unless there's cornbread in there, you're out. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Doug wanted cornbread. Damn it. Oh, That's okay. So Pat comes in. He's I'm got tight all kinds with of Kowalski management now that I know. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Tight gave with Kowalski. Marketing slogan. That's exactly right. What do you What are you doing? Come down to Kowalski's and use our slaves. <laughs> Bringing gifts. Sheila, what'd you get down there? Did you get a cookie box? Looks like I got a... some cookies. Yeah. Wow. Pretty, what is that? Pretty yeah, exciting. Dark chocolate sea salt caramels. Oh, I get one. I guess. Sea salt caramel. You want to trade? So Pat comes well, in. What you, <laughs> you want to trade? Is that, is that like your cumulus check? Butter. I'll trade you. Oh, here we go. Nice. So I don't know if you know this about uh, car dealerships, but uh, we basically talk to people and eat whenever possible. And I understand. It's the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Pat comes in a couple Saturdays ago and meets with me, and he brings in these caramels here. I'm like, oh, those are delicious. I better do something with those if I don't eat them all. I set them down. I go and help a customer. I come back, gone. 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 <laughs> I'm gone. like, there were like 100 in there. Oh, <laughs> we thought they were for everybody. <laughs> you guys got in the car business a little too late, but up until about mid-late 90s, if you were a manager, every vendor would, at Christmas time, bring in a bottle of booze. You know, if you had any self-control at all, you'd have so much liquor you could make it till the 4th of July. It was great. <laughs> and then they found out that everybody was either in treatment or should go, and they kind of stopped that thing. Uh, I think that slowed down a bit generally in the population. Food and pens. Way oh. to get to a car guy. Yeah. Food and pens? Yeah. Nice Don't you have your own pens? pens? Yeah. Sit down and join us, Pat. Well, I, I, have, I have to go to another meeting. I just... You, you guys don't are great. have any meat. <laughs> Nissan, Rapids, Nissan, yeah. Burnsville. Is there any place better? I don't think so. <laughs> I agree. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Oh, Merry, Christmas, here Pat. We go. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Pat. Thank you. Yeah, Very pens nice are... of you. Alex is never going to see these caramels. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She left too early. She left too early. In any case, so. Pens. Yeah, they, don't yes. lose them. Try to make something exciting about pens. What, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Where are you going? About? It's the most coveted item on the show floor. You get a $5 pen and everyone's fighting over it. Yeah, okay. that's why you don't carry $5 pens. Dealership's full of Bix. What do you guys think <laughs> the future of this? I mean, Doug has talked about this uh, before. Do you think all cars will be electric within a certain amount of time? 
I don't know. I, You're not I testifying I don't, in court. I, don't, I have I a hard time believing that. But. <laughs> yeah, I do too, and that's why I asked the question. Yeah, I, there'll I, be I more just, of them. What was that? There's going to be a lot more of them. Oh, there'll be a lot yeah. more of them. Are they going to be more affordable? Because for a while, they're all electric cars. I mean, they were pretty pricey. 110 grand for most of them when they came out of the shoot. The batteries alone are thousands of dollars. I was just going to say, you're gonna, unfortunately, I don't, I'm not a leaf dealer at this point, but uh, Brent yeah. is, and he will tell you how affordable they are because they actually are. They're not bad. I mean, I, I would say one the of the 30s. best buys in the market really? right now yeah. are used leafs. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah you yeah. can. Uh, you'll see. I look on the website all the time, and you see like three-year-old leafs with teenage miles, so between twelve and twenty, mm-hmm. and they're twelve, thirteen grand. And these cars, brand new, are in the mid-thirties. I mean, it. The only problem with a Leaf is that you can only drive it so far in between charges. But if your commute is 20 or 30 miles a day, yeah. it's they're awesome. Well, I think, it too, if they made it more accessible for people to charge right. their and cars, that'll, that'll come. That, then I think you would see a big uh, push on people buying more electric cars. Cause You're right. And, and the range has to improve, and it is. Um, does, is Nissan planning any more electric vehicles? Yes. Would you so care to tell, talk about it. that, or yeah. you just want to give us a one-word answer? <laughs> Jesus, we just saw it. It just well, they, announced they got, it out. They, uh, they showed us the uh, prototype of it's. I don't even know how to describe it. They have a name for it, but it looks like a, a cross between a Rogue and a Murano, and it's okay. electric. It's it's a really cool car. Yeah, so, uh, where did we see it? Chicago? <laughs> yeah, we saw it in Chicago at the uh, national uh, show. Where they showed some of the new product coming out, and they wouldn't let us throw uh, steel bearings at the windows. Like no, Tesla. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last week. That was Damn, pretty funny. No fun of any. But kind. it's got like the floor, the whole was all flat, yep. right? Like there's no like contours right. and things like that. They've got everything underneath. Yeah, because you don't have any drive shafts or anything. You yeah, just have it's motors. It was really cool. I mean, I I could see that really changing the game just because it's more of an SUV and it's Ford got space. Is, and Ford is firing a big shot with a new Mustang. So there's an electric Mustang that will be available in a year. And it's it's I don't know why they use the Mustang name. It looks like a small crossover. It's a five-passenger yeah, right. vehicle. Yeah. It feels blasphemous. You can get an all-wheel yeah. drive one, 300-mile yeah, range, uh, 450 horsepower, and they're like 40-some grand, which is still it's still $40,000. But that's not a high Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got range, and Ford's no, they're not going to stop there. I mean, General Motors is working on it. I, I, I think it's going to come faster than we think. We'll see. I, I think the chargers, I mean, if everyone has those, <coughs> those superchargers, yep. the Chatamo chargers, those are the previous gen Leafs, you could charge 80% in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but that machine. I believe was built to us. It wasn't built to us, but it was it was built as a twenty thousand dollar machine. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, signing off on that deal. Yeah, that was Nissan just screwing us. Well, how about self driving? How long is that going? How long before that happens? Personally, I think that's a long way. I would never even think of buying one. I no way. You don't like not being in control? And I don't like trusting anyone or anything. <laughs> Cassie's got a good point. So two things have to you happen. The technology that. has to develop, but then there has to be a generation that comes along that's comfortable with the technology. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. For those of us that grew up, uh, you know, masters of our own domain to steal a deal from Seinfeld, I think it's really going to be, yeah, you can take your hand off the wheels, but you're going to be staring forward the whole time. Yeah, it's not like not you're Not the gonna... most comfortable, relaxing experience. <laughs> Okay, am I going to die now? Now am I going to well, die? Driven, I don't know. Have you driven a car with ProPilot Assist? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. Because yeah. Brent knows the technology better than me, but I mean. 
Yeah, it's because you're not a leaf dealer. You don't know ProPilot. <laughs> See, I, I can't I even trust talk. that parallel parking <laughs> I thing. I'd yeah. be like, I just ah, no. I'm afraid it's going to hit something. So if you're someone like me who's scared to fly, right, driver fatigue, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so you're absolutely. driving from here to Dallas. To go to the Nissan show? And believe me, I'd rather just be staring Which forward. Because you, you won't fly. I'd rather be staring forward than gripping the wheel after four rock stars trying to stay awake, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Um, have you always been afraid to fly? Yeah. Always? Yeah. And when you had kids, did it get worse? Yeah. Well, I mean, so actually, mine. yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of gotten more. It's it's easier for me to fly now, but I didn't Ooh. take my first flight until I was working at Chrysler, and uh, Charlie had me go to a Vegas <laughs> Uh, Did he finance say- manager deal, and he's like, "If you don't go there, you're not working here." Yeah, oh. really? Wow. <laughs> kind of his way of forcing me to get over it. But. You know what's really weird about that? I was afraid to fly until one day I got life insurance, and after that, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? When yeah. I knew the family would be covered if the plane crashed, I didn't care anymore. You know, like, I whatever. remember that back in the early '90s, you were talking about how you just get shit faced before you get on the plane. Because well, that was because you hated to fly. Oh, I did. I that hated nothing it. to do with flying. A lot of people. Do. <laughs> Thanks, J Lo. Great to see you. Holding flight attendants above his head. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since I got life insurance, like, okay, well, they're covered if it crashes, but because the odds of you getting killed in a car accident is much higher than in an airplane. I, I, I'm but not generally afraid of flying, but. When they bring the 737 Max back online, I'm not sure I want to jump <laughs> yeah, in that well, bad boy. There is that. Yeah, I know what you're saying there, but I don't know that that is interesting though. How old are you? Uh, 39. Just turned. yeah. So yeah, you're right in the wheelhouse there. A lot of how old are your kids? Four, five, seven, and nine. There you go, man. A lot of fear in that. Because yeah. you got a lot insurance. of work ahead of you, buddy. That's right. If we have any great, uh, life insurance agents listening, call the talk and text line 612-295-1526, <laughs> and I get a 5% bird dog. Yeah. Bird go. dog, baby. Bird dog. 5% bird dog. Oh, God, you only right. got a minute left, Pally. Oh, boy. So anything else new in your world you want to talk about before we go? Wow, well, put me on the boring. spot. Yeah, let's hear it, J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> you got a new stove? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> well, you, you want to talk about the switch from electric to gas stove? Yep. No. Uh, no, everything's great. We're excited to be part of the morning show with, uh, with us two stores, and I think that's the most exciting thing. Brett and I uh, been friends for a long time, and it's fun running the same uh, franchises, and we got lots of great uh, things going on. Well, and you guys are you're really great general managers. You're stable. You're the kind of people that people like to work for, and that that transfers to customer experience. And I'm not saying that just because you're here, um, but I, I think that it's really going to resonate well with the podcast and the morning show listeners once they get to know you guys. Although we got to keep mm-hmm. Philip out of your story. You know, Philip Wise lives in Coon Rapids. Oh yeah, yeah. Excellent. Why we got to keep him out? Because he'll drive you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Philly dog. Yeah. What time's lunch? Exactly. Coon Rapids is a good good spot. I got a cousin up there. He come one day. He come rolling in in his scooter. He lives in the neighborhood. He comes rolling in, raps on the window, gives a wave, and then takes off. Everyone's like, "What the heck was that?" That's like, <laughs> ah, just my cousin. What, what, what kind of scooter was it? Like one of those large like moped, you know, oh, okay. like a like a moped. All right. This is the same guy that came in towing his boat in, and he comes walking in with his shirt off, going. 
Where's that? Where's J Lo? Tell him I got fish, and then he left, and everyone's like, "What is going on here?" So <laughs> we got lots going on. Methods. That's right. We have fun up there. Yeah, sounds like it. And you're far enough from the corporate headquarters. That's really where you want to be. Oh, that's <laughs> they never nice. come up. Yeah, yeah, things nice. are a little tough. Let's let's talk to. Yeah, it's a long drive. Yeah. Let's see. No we'll, one wants we'll to beat come up Fangle instead. That's what it. That's actually accurate. That's about it for episode number 97 for Car Selling Secrets. <laughs> Tune it, in man. next week. <laughs>